What up, everybody? Welcome to Table for One Dumb Boy episode. You guessed it, I lost count. (laughs) Oh, that didn't sound pleasant, did it? That's probably because I caught a goddamn cold when I was in New York. Um, It could have been the Korean family at my Airbnb. Could have been the disgusting fucking subway I took everywhere. Who knows? Either way, I got it, and my apologies for that cough. Just then I was trying to be funny, realized, hey, (laughs) probably got some people to shut this shit off immediately. Um, But yeah, I had a really good time in New York, ran into some old friends from Bama, my good friend Terry T, also known as Terry Thomas now, and you will address him as such. My man is trying to get billed as Terry Thomas now, so... That's who we're talking to. Terry Thomas, Hallie Tarpley, and then uh, towards the end, my good buddy Gio Perez pops in. And let's just say the conversation gets interesting, guys. Uh, this is uh, probably one of my favorite episodes I recorded. Um, but once again, your boy done goofed. Um, this is around the time I fucked my mic up, I guess, and knocked something loose in it. I got it fixed since then. I'm actually using the mic now that the original problem was with. It was just something got unscrewed or something i don't know how microphones work but either way it's screwed back in now wish i would have known that then lesson learned that won't fucking happen again uh when i'm traveling and carrying it around and uh man these things this thing took a beating in new york man i I took this thing everywhere and it took a real fucking bashing this thing's been everywhere it's all scratched up now i hope it's still got a uh a lot of life left in it but uh I can't recommend the Zoom mic enough. You've heard Stone Cold Steve Austin advertise it on his uh, podcast. The best in the biz use it, including your boy. But yeah, uh, my mic shorts out a few times on this one as well. But uh, it doesn't take away from it. It's still, uh, Terry's got a lot of great stories about hack-ass fucking comics bringing uh, agents to shows when they've done like two shows, which it used to be a real fucking trend in Birmingham. I remember when I first started, there were a few comics that uh, would come to fucking open mics with their quote-unquote agents, handing out cards and shit, and it's just the... I don't know what happened to that. We need to bring that back, guys. If you really want to impress somebody, bring your fucking uh, uh, cousin to an open mic and start calling him your agents. Very, very good stuff, and I, you'll find out how that'll help you get ahead in the biz from this story here that Terry goes on into uh, just the dumbest fucking people ever do that. God, seriously, don't bring that back. I know some of you are so stupid that you listen to this and probably just heard me say that and were like, yeah, that is a good idea. Don't fucking do that, you fucking idiot. Everybody's going to make fun of you behind your back and you'll never fucking get booked, which is good. I don't ever see any of those comics that used to do that in Birmingham anymore, and it's good. It's fucking amazing that... um. They're so delusional that, uh, that, that, that I guess they, they, they uh, got some self-awareness and were like, yeah, this isn't going to pan out for me. That or they're fucking dead. I'm uh, just going to assume the latter on that one. Um, but yes, uh, this is a great episode. Uh, so yeah, just uh, enjoy it. Without further ado, here's Terry Thomas, Hallie Tarpley, and Gio Perez, live from New York. What the people them want Woman them a flex And the man them a chant Got the 60s Start it off a comeback Draw for your bell Bottom black Heel and frack Boom shakalak Rude boy Ew 
<laughs> We're on now, though. It's the new host of the show, bro. And Hallie is holding the microphone to me like he's Wendy Williams, and I'm on her TV show right now. Mike is so close to my face, I probably put my mouth on it. Yeah, we're here with, I guess, I guess Terry Thomas now. You go by Terry Thomas now? Yeah, Terry Thomas. We're going to go by Terry Thomas now forever, man. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm trying to, but folks won't let Terry T go. <laughs> Dude, I know, like, I, I bet you, like, you, you get some bookings back in Alabama and it's, like, still Terry T. I, I get bookings everywhere. People still call me. It's so random. People call me Terry T. I'm like, how the fuck do you? I mean, I let that name go a year and a half ago, and people still call me Terry T. But, Hell yeah. I mean, but it's, it's. I still have been, but not, it's Terry I, Thomas I don't get now. I'm upset about it. I don't get upset about it at all. Yeah, well, I'm gonna put it as Terry T on the fucking episode. Nah, okay. yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm joking, dude. I'm gonna like you want to go by Terry Thomas now. You're Terry Thomas, bro. Thank you, thank you. I accommodate Esquire. If we want to, I want to do like Diddy. I want to add something new every time. <laughs> yeah, this shit's laid back. I mean, we're we're it's just us doing what we've been doing for the past three hours, basically. Yeah. So. Did you want to tell your audience what's going on right now? I felt, right now, I just feel like this is like a random. Oh yeah, like we went and did this mic. Uh, where were we? What, what, where are you right now, period? Like, where are you? We're in bed I'm in New York. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Terry's house now. I'm at Terry's We're apartment. A, Terry's sectional? Uh, where, are you, where are you? And I'm here with Terry Thomas, and I'm here with Howie Tarpley. Yeah, yeah. We... A lot of teas. A lot of teas? A lot of teas. A lot of teas. I was like, did you just add something to your name? <laughs> <laughs> Hallie Tarpley, lot of teas. A lot of teas. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, we just did this open mic and we're back here. I'm a little bit tipsy, man. I don't drink that much anymore. Yeah, well you're in New York and you don't drive, so I feel like yeah. I feel like I drink more now. Yeah, dude, I probably would if I came back here, but dude, after the other night, I me and uh Dorian, who's usually on here with me, she she uh me and her just got so fucking hung over, like we damn near didn't do shit that whole day and we we're like, we'll just waste a day on this trip I paid for just because I'm hungover. Like, it was that fucking bad. Like, I, and I said I'd never drink again, and then a day later, I'm fucking doing it again, so. Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron and I are like, yeah, we're going to keep drinking. Uh, but, uh, keep going. I guess it, I guess somebody's going to have to. I'll your relapse. <laughs> no, that's the thing, too, is uh, I got that interlock off my car. I don't have to even go into detail about that. They've fucking heard enough about that. But uh, I got it off my car, and I told comics back home, I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll, you know, have a couple of drinks now that I can do that again. They're like, fuck yeah, dude. Thank God you can, like, just completely rock bottom with us again now. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> this is probably good to be around. Like, the, Oh, man, comics love other people to be miserable. They really do. Uh, it, it fucking rules. Um, I don't even want to. The, the open mic, I got to say something. Uh, I'm not going to say where it was at or anything, but that host is a fucking dick where we were just at. <laughs> Both of us quiet. Uh, yeah, you ain't you ain't you ain't gonna say shit. I I will say it. I'll say it on the fucking record. Fuck that guy. Um, no, nah, he he was not the best of hosts. He, yeah, he got my name wrong. He got Hallie's name wrong. Did he get your name wrong? Did he call? No, he got my name right. Oh, like, what do you say? He said Nick. Can he call you Dick or is a you know or Rick? I think maybe I expected it so much I didn't even notice if he did. I was just so ready to go up and do it. And I had fun though. It was fun. It, yeah. it was a, it was a good room. It was a good room. It's a good in a good area. Um. Yeah, I like uh, right it. Right, I guess they consider Midtown for 14th Street. Oh uh, yeah, like Union Square area, right off Union Square. I, I don't. Uh, it's probably too way too low for Midtown. 
Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's called like Union Square. Yeah, yeah, but yes, yes, Union Square. Union so Square. it's it's at a um, place in Union Square, Beauty Bar. If you've never been in, I guess we can call it Spot Out. We just got called. Yeah, fuck it. Who cares now? Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll get his name wrong too. So Stephen messed up everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this though. Like, if anybody knows me that listens to this, I I kind of don't even fucking care anymore. <laughs> like, as far as like that goes, like. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get y'all in trouble, but me, I'm pretty much oh, yeah, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll never be able to pay $5 to get an open yeah. mic again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried that uh, we're going to have, you know, like, the dude's agent will get wind of this or something, the dude that ran it or something like that, which... Uh, wh- I mean, I don't mind talking to his mom. <laughs> <laughs> which, speaking of that, dude, you were telling me the funniest fucking story uh, I didn't even fucking know about. Do you want to talk about that? Uh, oh, okay, so it, it's two stories. So how we going to do it is... I'll, I'll, um, um, okay, that's how we do it. You're gonna hold the mic. You reached out to hold. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll hold the mic on this story. Yeah, I want but, I want you but, to tell it. Yeah, but Hallie has another story that we did. And so I'm, I'm gonna tell that second story. No, yeah, you have to you have to tell that story too. Uh, the uh, with the bowling alley, oh, with with with. You know what? Let's just like hey, let's let's tease it. Southern Mama, you'll keep listening if you uh if you hear this. Uh, there's a great story about Southern Mama uh that, that that's gonna get told on here that you guys gotta fucking hear. I haven't even heard it yet. So no, we, we had a, didn't we have our first experience? Like I think nobody saw Southern Mama before we did, right? I mean, I think he just blew up. Like he, he just blown up. Okay. Yeah, he, I think he just like hit his first milli, and everybody was like catching on the bandwagon. This was what 2015, 16. Yeah, around there, and he like because he was the special guest at that competition. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that's right. Was, was he judging he was, it or was he like he was on it? He was a judge. Okay, I heard judge. about him judging shows like way back too. He was, a, he, so. was, he, was, he was a judge, and I, I found out now. Before he did that, he was he was working at Sears. Like he he had never done stunt up before that, and like before that, he was working at Sears. And he was just like, "Yo, he did a couple of videos. He blew up being a southern white woman, and he was judging comedy shows. And that's and that, something else has happened. That's all I know about. Yeah, him. she doesn't that, know about the other thing that happened. Okay, so you know, so you know the second part. She you know the controversy. Know. Okay, you know what? Let's just fucking do this. Let's let's tell your story, and then we can break the story to you about Southern Mama. Okay, okay. So so you you tell the story about like how we we first met Southern Mama. It was. <laughs> Don't feel any pressure. Like there's no uh, there's no pressure here. I mean, yeah. I mean, we were forty-five minutes down a dirt road in, at a bowling alley. Yeah, like it's, it was like the outskirts. We was like, uh, what part of Alabama was that? That was that was uh, like two eighty, but like not that two eighty. Oh, really? oh, oh my bad, that, that was not. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was like, I had a death grip on the mic. Yeah, no, yeah. you're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah. Right, right now, if you don't know what's going on, we have two microphones. <laughs> yeah, I got this. Three at, comics, at, two. Best Buy Zoom mic. Two mics. Uh, right now, uh, Nick is holding his like Johnny Carson and. <laughs> And me and and Hallie are holding like Captain Tennille. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, like I can. T- if y'all leave it like right there, like it'll pick up perfect. We would just set it right there. I don't know yeah. how to mic, but I hold you know it. What? I don't yeah. trust him. He doesn't trust me. I don't trust so him. So. Like, what? I'm trying to remember where's where was that? Like that's. I mean, it's like trust. Trust. It was Trustville. It was, that sounds right. That sounds it was tr- right. It was Trustville. It was Trustville. Yeah. And we had this fellow comment. I'm not going to drop her name, but it was a fellow comment that we uh, mutually know. And she was like, hey, I'm doing a contest. Um, her husband was doing it for his job at a, at a bowling alley. And he was just like, I'm looking for comics. And the comedy does well. It's like a series. Like It was like three weeks, four weeks. I mean, it lasted almost all of June. It was like yeah, a it was, summer. It was, it was a summer yeah. series. 
Yeah. And we did it for four weeks, and comments would go in, and every week you get eliminated until the final week, and then they would have judges every week, and then they'll tell you, like, oh, this person won the finale. And the winner, at the, after all of it, was supposed to get $500, second place was supposed to get, like, 200 and third place was like $50 or whatever. So it was it was a nice it was a nice deal. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't one of those where we you you reached out to it. Like she reached out to us about the deal. She was just like, "Yo, I got this show coming up. I would love y'all to be a part of it." And everybody was like, "Ah, Trustville is far." To to give everybody equivalent, it was just like it was like an hour drive out of your way just to go to a bowling Yeah, Trustville's in a weird fucking spot. Like it's, it's a inconvenient weird. as hell. There's like the main road that goes through Trustful, like, is just fucking miles from nowhere. Plus, yeah. on top of that, just, like, it's, like, 280 traffic, like, if anybody knows what the fuck that is. If nobody knows that is, it's, like, the fourth <laughs> board bad. on Mario. Yeah, nice. there you go. Like, bad, fucking terrible traffic yeah. in the middle of fucking nowhere for no fucking reason whatsoever, either. Like, it's a, it's a weird fucking city. It's, it's, it's a very weird. And then by the time you got there, everything, remember, everything was dead. Even when we did the show, everybody was gone, remember? Oh, yeah, the bowling alley was closed. It was closed. And then there was, you were, your back was to the alley. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. And then still going forward, it was just as long. So you're yeah. like, oh, and it's just you with the mic. <laughs> and then just forever behind you. Oh, my God. So you're sure she had us and some other more other comics that we knew, and like a lot of came out. So every week, like you know, she'd be like, "Oh, you made it to the finale, or this person made the finale." So the final week, we had a special uh, special judge. It was it was two judges that we knew that were comics that were like on our same level. Yeah, and, <laughs> judging your fucking set. Judge not like I just seen you an open mic last week, but okay. <laughs> and, and then it was love to hear what you have to fucking say about this. And it was Darren Knight, Southern Mama. Yeah, and he had just like went viral. Like I mean, literally. Like, I remember like my mom like, and that's when you know it's not good. Is like my mom's like telling me about it. It's like okay, it's probably not for me. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those things, like, we invited, our, like, I think I invited somebody, uh, people invite, like, by, like you invite your family and friends, like, oh, I need, because she was saying, like, the more people you bring type deals, we fell for that, yeah, the yeah. better it is, so I brought, like, a girlfriend at that point in time, people would bring, like, their moms, their dad, sister, brother, so you was trying to, like, get support, so you had people drive all the way to Trustville, and Southern Mama, <laughs> Southern Mama watches your set, like, he's done Rickles, or <laughs> a late night book, and he was just, it was just like, they did the whole thing, and um, a, a very funny comic that we know, he won. Um, and then afterwards, Darren Knight did a set. He did. He did. Okay. How did that go? You don't got to say. How about that? <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. I want to go for it. What, 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 I mean, we... it was fine, but everybody was kind of, like you said, he just had gone viral. Yeah. And this was everybody's freaking moms because they brought... This is the only person they knew that would go out to trustful with them. Was like so people were kind of giddy when he went up. Yeah, I don't. Re- I remember him getting like a huge courtesy. And there was a, a female judge who was funny. But yes, like a, yes. A, you yeah. know she was good. Um, and then Darren Knight, and I was like, I don't know who this. And you're kind of wondering but... why he's getting this pop almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh... yeah. 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 And then I, I as as his I remember, his face was on the flyer too. It was like his face was on the flyer. Mama's gonna be there. His face is on the flight. His no, face is on the flight. If flyer, I didn't know who the, the fuck that was and saw that, I'd be like, what the fuck am I at right yeah. now? First of all, I didn't know there was a flyer. There was sure. a flyer. And there was the two judges and then his face with like Southern Mama, like viral internet star, Darren wow. Knight. Wow. I did not know there was even a flyer for that show. That's how you know you do stand for a while. When, yeah. you, when you start caring about the flyer that you're on. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, there was a flyer? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. No. It didn't I have your face on it. Every yeah, fucking one. I don't think it had none of those comics' faces. It just had Darren Knight. Darren Knight was the. Yeah. It was. It was. It was a headshot. Darren Knight with the whole like bill. <laughs> <laughs> like over his fucking forehead. <laughs> Four point font, just like. It was good. And then you know how it's our boy Terry yeah. too. Halo Tarmac and Tony T. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so he goes up. I'll never forget his first joke was like like one of the oldest stock jokes I've ever heard a comic say. Like he uh, and he had it written on his hand. That was the most crazy thing about. He didn't it. have this memorized. So right. Why didn't these details stick out? No, it's just like it was like a cheat sheet. Like he literally, like he didn't even make it look obvious. He was just like, okay, everybody, and he held his hand out, like squinting at it and yeah, shit. Like, he made it so obvious. It was like, all right, I like to propose a toast. To uh, wives and girlfriends. Oh, may, my may, God. May they never meet. And I was just like, yo. I was like, I, I've heard my granddad. <laughs> yeah, I was say, people's dads do that at weddings. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was, it was, I might mess it up, but yeah, that's what he said. And then he went to this like old shit. He went to a shit joke. Oh, yeah. But I remember people liked it. Were people not? No, no, people, no people liked the joke. Yeah. But, but as comics, you watch the comics, you was like this. It was like, oh, okay. It was like it was a good joke. Yeah. For a guy like oh like for the the circumstance that we're in, which I had no problem with. It was right. Like, okay. It was, it was a decent joke. That was what year? Twenty. I think it was summer of like. Twenty sixteen. Okay. Twenty sixteen. All right. So let's fast forward. Yeah. This two years. This is the part she has now. Oh my god! This, this I'm is, on the edge of my freaking. I can't believe you. Like, I'm nuts. Yeah. Like, you're, you're about to lose. Like, I don't. Maybe not lose your shit, but you're be like, oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So so fast forward two years, he gets picked for JFL and Variety's top ten comics to watch. Like big fucking not, like, like deal like, not shit. Not Birmingham Times. No. Not Tulip like Tulip <laughs> Mississippi. Not like all expenses to fucking Canada shit over yeah, here. Yeah, just like yo, we can take you to. Like, just for laughs, this is the biggest audience that we have, and we're going to put you in Variety. Variety is, like, one of the biggest yeah. groups to be in. If this is, like, this is like agents and yeah. shit in the crowd, too. Agents like, for the most part, like, probably just, like, we need to fucking... People, like, sitting there, like, watching, like, what are we going to do with this fucking guy? Like, we need to find... Like, who? what are we doing with these fucking people, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. and it was... Exactly. And it was, yeah. it was one of those situations where... It was like it was so many great comics that are doing well right now, like very, like for years too, yeah. like and top. He was part of the top ten. Like they said, like yo, this dude is one of the comics that you should never forget. He is going to <laughs> show, and I was just like, oh okay. And like uh, for a minute too, like I, I like I heard about before the shit happened too, and I was like, okay, like definitely for sure can probably see this fucking happening too. Like you know, like maybe he gets like an ABC show or something. Exactly. Like you know, like I could see that. Yeah, 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 like like he dresses up. He's like the white. Magic. Yeah, like, it, it white seems like perfectly fucking feasible. Like it seems like, like for sure that's gonna happen. Like once this dude gets seen by these people. Yeah, but yeah, and, and but what happens? So <laughs> let me just go in detail about the people that were, like Amanda Seals is on this show. Yeah, uh, say Sloan. Dulce Sloan that's on uh, the Daily Show. Mm. Chris Red, I think, and, was and on. Chris Red was hosting it. Yeah, yeah. So it's a nice lineup of comics. So all all of them doing like insanely like well do, now doing, too doing well and he goes up there after you seen him in 2016 goes up and his first joke is like the one he to, to wives and girlfriends may they never meet it fucking he, just for laughs he he tells it just for laughs he tells it just for laughs. he told he told the same joke the same jokes that he had written on his hands in 2016 that we saw we were like this. 
you know what? That's great for somebody to see. Like, there was no problem with his jokes. But you was like, yo, that's great for somebody that's starting off. Like, that's a basic. Yeah, this like, is like the bit, like. That's, that's your, like, knock-knock. That's your first, like, here's my setup. Here's my right. punchline. This is, like, supposed to be, like, this is, like, the be- this better be the best set I ever fucking do right here. Yeah, exactly. Well. <laughs> you have everybody and everybody's agent. Yeah. You have everybody's agent, agent watching that show. Right. And then he goes up there and he's like, to Wise and Girlfriends, man. He did the exact same set that we saw that no night. No way. Yes. He yeah. did that same exact set. And then, <laughs> and then right after that, when it didn't do to it, it was one person laughing. It was just one guy laughing. <laughs> then he goes in onto Dose Sloan and Amanda Seals and he was like, I don't think, I, I don't think people should use their race or gender as jokes. I look at it as, as a crutch. I might be par. I'm a paraphrasing. No, but you're like, like I mean, it's yeah. it's it's. It, it, he, he was like, comedy should be comedy. You shouldn't have to talk about your race. You shouldn't talk about your gender. It should, it should just be about jokes. And, and if you use that, and, and he gets booed off stage. And, and this is like where you. Variety, he's the first comic in history of Variety's top ten comics to get booed. To get booed, like you're bringing somebody. Like people might like clap a lot, but to get booed after being hand selected. By by agents and varieties saying that you should be, you belong with him the best of the best, it was it was the most mind blowing thing. Right. And then after that, he gets off stage and Chris Red, it's I mean it's still like you can go on YouTube and look this up. Yeah, there's a video of it's like a, a confrontation. Chris Red's like, like, yo, you blew a big opportunity, and he's like, he don't care. And Darren Knight was like, I don't care. Yeah. He's like, these people y'all using y'all race as a crutch or your gender as a crutch. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, you know, I hate this. I hate that this is a podcast because. <laughs> <laughs> If, if, if you see Halle right now, no, yeah, Halle, this is why I need fucking Halle, video. Halle, Halle mouth is wide open right now. <laughs> like, no, it's like that. She's stressing out. Like, <laughs> I thought he was gonna be like a pedophile, and he's in jail, and this is worse. Yeah, I guess Am now. I? I guess yeah. It's like I guess now, Truth like, <laughs> well, it's also take a step back too. Think about this fucking dude. Like, blew up in 2016. Doesn't really do this the the stand up comedy circuit at all. And he's sitting here telling these people like Dulce, who's been fucking like just crushing it in fucking Atlanta and like all over the fucking road for like years, yeah. and like work her fucking ass off to get that spot. And he's sitting there fucking telling her like, uh, you know, I think it's your job to do this shit this way. And it's like, imagine how pissed she was and like if you watch the video you can see how pissed she was understandably it's like she fucking like i remember seeing her murder in atlanta before like the whole country knew who the fuck she was and it's like just imagine this fucking dude like 2016 blew up because of fucking vine telling you how to do your fucking job at like this festival you worked your fucking whole life for it's like, God damn, dude. Like, that dude just got, for laughs, right? Like, that's like the Super Bowl for oh comics. Yeah, it's like, God, the nerve, dude. Like, who didn't tell this dude what the fuck he was getting into? Like, did nobody, like, proofread this dude shit at all? I mean, if you got two million, like, I think it's like two million, three million followers on Facebook, he felt untouchable. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, then I get, but that, that was for sure off the cuff, too, him just being like, well, Dulce and Amanda Stills shouldn't be doing this. Did he name them in his set? I don't know if he did. No, no, he, you know, he, he, he didn't. He was implying, I he was guess. Implying. He, yeah. was, he was definitely implying. He never named name drop, but, like, but, I mean, apparently the rumor is, like, he said something to him at a meeting, too. Like, it, it made... It there was made already sense. sour grapes. It was always sense. sour, yeah. And then for him to do it again and say it at Just for Labs, he just felt like he couldn't be touched. I mean, and, and that's what we get to now in stand-up comedy. 
it's kind of like he is it because it didn't hurt his ticket sales. I mean, his no, yeah, his audience is his his audience. At the end of the day, like if they're still buying tickets, it's like that. Really, like I mean, when he walked off and was like, "I don't give a fuck about that." When Chris Ray was telling him, you know, like you fucking blew this. It's like I guess it, honestly to him, like I mean. It makes sense he'd be like that because it still fucking ain't hurting his pockets. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many followers he has on Facebook, but it's it's a lot to the point where I was just like, I'm like, are you, you, I know one of those people like this was like, good. That's what you get. And then when it happened to him, I was like, that didn't do nothing to him. No, yeah, exactly. Because his his following isn't like comedy fans for real. It's uh, like they're like fan. Like my mom likes him. She she could not name one fucking stand up comic. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But she would so, she would pay money. To go yeah, yeah. Home. She she would like she was trying to show me his shit. Like, and I'm just like, I don't care about this fucking guy. Where does he perform now? Does theaters. Theaters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He still travels and does like the. He was recently up here. He did like Bridgeport and stuff and like what's the name? But his majority audience is in the south. Like it's it's Southern Mama. Yeah, he doesn't have to. Like he's so untouched. Where he doesn't have to worry about like the respect of fucking like other comics. Like he's still gonna sell tickets. Like and, so. and then he does like merch sales too. Like he has like a lot of merch. I heard apparently. Yeah, yeah. Like, he tours and like he he has his fan base is conservative white people. Like, yeah, yeah. Like he he talks about certain things that they like and he hits all the he's. I don't know, man. It's it's, it's, it's weird, man. It's, the it's South's weird. fucking. The South has really weird people that like really weird shit. Like <laughs> people just like like like. I feel like in stand up comedy now, it's just like once you find your audience, if they rock with you, they gonna rock with you no matter what. Yeah, yeah. It's just like yo, we we get him. We don't care with the. What the the comedy world says, or the hipsters of the comedy world, says. yeah, it's just like I love the fact that he sounds like my auntie when we playing softball, right? <laughs> and it's, it's it's just a weird situation. It's interesting though because like you do meet a lot of people like that, like on a lower level, like because uh, him in particular, yeah. with him but he was like an open micer like that had done two mics yeah and you run into shit like that a lot i run into yeah 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 you know what i mean yeah. like like <laughs> picture me like or you know just picture you're an open mic and you, you've been doing it and you know the scene for a long time and like you would you would recognize like pretty much everybody there that's like you know established and some dude that's from where you're at comes walking in with an agent <laughs> like an open mic just starting out, like, is this second over? Here's my agent. Like, that's fucking hilarious to me. Like, somebody is that delusional. Like, carries like an agent around. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to, if you want to call Hallie out, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. What you just named me? She was looking at me like, are you talking yeah. about my like, agent? Like, <laughs> um, wait, did he come back though with his agent? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to say like we talked about him earlier, but yeah, there was a, there was a dude that had an agent, and then there's another dude. Uh, that embarrassed himself on a grander still, and that, and that's the story I want you to tell about the one when I was out when I was smoking with you outside the dude that uh with the whole microphone and everything. Oh oh, it's my done daughter. So listen to this. Yeah, do you remember when I used to host? Uh, you remember when I used to host? Hold on, this, that's my phone going off. Yeah. No, you're good. You're good. Okay. But, but, no, you're good. That what I was saying though is like there was a dude um that. Used to come to the open mic, and it was like his second time doing an open mic. And he would bring a quote-unquote agent with him. But it was basically, he has no experience doing comedy, and he got like a friend to just go around telling people he was his agent. 
Have you ever seen that? Have you ever? Have you ever? Have you ever? Have you ever it's it's. It, have you ever seen somebody like? Trump I know. What's the, he was like really yeah. Let's, I, let's talk about that. Have you ever seen somebody faking in comedy? More what I see is people like already having fan pages or like Instagram pages. That, that's on a yeah yeah. That's like more what I I don't know if I've seen someone faking with an H or no people will pretend to be. That's the next agent, step. But on the internet, oh. I don't know if I've seen any IRL faking it. Have you ever seen Have you ever seen somebody like say like they've done more than they have or, or like like. Put the persona out like, yo, I've been doing stand-up comedy. Using fake credits and shit like, like this. Like, yo, I've been doing comedy. Mm. Give, this, give this persona like, I've been doing comedy stand-up for like 10 years or, or 15. I've definitely heard fake credits. Yeah. Um, I've used fake credits. I don't even fucking lie. Yeah, we what are. do you say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never used a fake credit. You Should know? I? Should I? Yeah, okay. you know, just just from now on, just use like yeah. HBO and shit. Fuck it. Yeah, say Comic View. Say use on Comic View. That'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. <laughs> That's what, but people, I feel like a comedy is so self-cleaning of an ecosystem because it's so about calling things out. Yeah, you get yeah. get called out so quickly. Do you actually get away with using fake credits? No, uh, not like amongst other comics. You probably won't. If you keep up doing that and like, say you do it one fucking time. It, you know, probably fine. But if you like continue with this fucking facade that you're like bigger than you are, eventually people are gonna call you on your shit. Probably. Like, am I wrong about that? Like, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sure. Like, if, if you sound confident enough, people will start like, 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 I don't know. Like, you know. Yeah. I mean, look at Trump. Shit. I mean, he. I mean, but you know, until like you shit like that. Proven that you haven't fucking done, then like word will probably get out that you're full of shit. But, you know, yeah. the reason I brought that up though is like you told me this funny fucking story about like at the Stardom some shit happened that was fucking hilarious. Do you want to talk about that? Okay, you're talking about when you hosted the Stardom. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when I was hosted? I was like, yeah, yeah. I yes. yes. That's when I was. Waitress. You wait. Yeah, she was like waitressing slash being a comic slash a DJ and security. Okay. Yeah, that's what's up. And swirling out some chicken fingers. Any? Which honestly, decent chicken fingers. Uh, you know, shout out to the fucking star ha- for that. Hallie didn't fill in as a waitress because she was happy. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a waitress. So- <laughs> she was like, "Yo, I got more potential in my life." The rest. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Did you lose your shit? And, like, just have like a speech in the fucking kitchen? I mean, okay, that that was the weirdest waitressing experience of my life. There was a woman. She wanted red wine, and I went back. And got a red wine, brought it back. She, was, she took a sip, spit it in my face, and goes, Shut the fuck up. She goes, This is room temperature. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. This is a comedy club. <laughs> She's like, I need a chill glass. And I go beg the bartender, Jose. Oh my God. No, like uh, I'm really just. No, no, that's right. I mean, I'm the, soaking the, the that in. R.I.P. Jose Cook, man. He's just. Oh yeah, man. That 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 I'm, is I'm, fucking I'm, sad. I'm, I'm pretty sure he'd be glad we're talking about. Him. He loves stand up. No, yeah, he was a really fucking cool dude, man. Like every time I saw him, like fucking great guy, man. Nicest dude ever. Funny guy. Funny as fuck. Uh, it was it was a bummer hearing about that. Very yeah. surprising. But yeah, did he work at the Stardom? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He was, his was whole thing was funny, drinks. funny, funny bartender. Yep. He was, yeah, he would. Yeah, he was. He would bartend and then get the hell on stage and do stand up comedy. Right on. And it was it was that was one of like the greatest things I loved about Jose. And he would just like talk shit and he did a little Forrest Whitaker eye. Like he was just a good dude that just loved stand up comedy. I always liked that about him. Like he uh, always kind of reminded me of like you know like there's always people in like if you work in the service industry or like. 
think they're funny and they're not. He was always like one of those dudes that remind me of the one of the ones that actually are, you know, like actually says funny shit as opposed to like dudes that just think they're fucking funny. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, I get exactly what you're saying. But he was like, he was funny all the time. Like, he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, good to be around. He had that like personality though, like a dude like that. He was not super happy about me asking him to chill the red wine. Um, what, what, well, other than that, happy guy. Well, I imagine you weren't very happy either about having to do it, <laughs> consider the circumstances. I think you have more reason to be pissed than he does. Well, uh, my face is covered in spit, so. <laughs> Which is my favorite. Yeah. Somebody's at the door. Somebody's at the door. Oh, Terry's, yeah. got, Terry's got running a house over here. No, but yeah, like my favorite type of... Uh, there we go. My favorite type of open micers are fucking the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's Gio. We got Gio, Gio Perez in the fucking... Gio. All right, well, let's fucking squeeze in then. He'll share one with me. Sit right here. Well, when you do, <laughs> when you do, tap, tap me on the no, fucking shoulder. No, no, I'm, I'm just excited because I invite Gio. I invite Gio because I was just like, yo, we're in New York and we have four people from the state of Alabama. Well, not, I don't know. He's not really from Alabama, but I claim him as my own. Anytime you stay in Alabama for more than 24 hours like this, you mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going anywhere. He's seen the Birmingham scene too, so like he knows what the fuck's up. They say, hey, Gio. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> Dude, uh, if that does, like, you're here just in time for the fucking story you told me, though. Okay, okay, so. Listen to this. This is great. All right, so this is, uh, I want to say, around the time that you started working there, we had a we had a comedian named uh, Dundada. This dude named Dundada. A comedian. A comedian. Well, I don't know his real name, but he went by comedian Dundada. And, and I'll never forget, I was hosting open mic, and I was, like, signing, like, comics had to sign in. And this this big guy came to me, like, 6'3", and he walked over me. He was like, and Bruce, Bruce, like, okay, so let me explain. Let me back up. So if you don't know for me with the Stardom Comedy Club in Hoover, it's, it's a very beautiful club, but it has two rooms. It has the main stage, and it has the Broadway room. And the main stage holds, like, three, three, four, three-something, 400. And then you have the Broadway room, which is, like, the smaller, like, the small intimate room, which I love. So that's what we did to open mics because, like, it wasn't that many people that had to fill up. So we would do the open mic there, and we would have like eight to ten comics come out, and we'll sign up. Everybody gets ten minutes. I mean, well, like seven minutes, get to perform. And if you did well in the open mic, you go to open mic finale on the big stage. If you do well on the big stage, you get an opportunity to work at the club, which is a great opportunity. Like a lot of comics get an opportunity to do it. So I was hosting it, and this, this manager or whoever he is comes up to me. He was just like, hey, man, what's up, man? Hey, uh. Yeah, that, yeah, that's Bruce Bruce. That's what's up. Hey, man, what would it take for my client to get on that stage? He's supposed to do the show tonight and open mic, but what would it take for him to, like, open up for Bruce Bruce? I was like, well, first, your client will have to talk to me first because I don't talk to managers at a fucking open right. mic. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, man, you funny. You funny. Uh, you said, and dude came in a suit. Yeah, yeah. He had a suit on, which was the most mind-blowing thing. He <laughs> he ironed that shit for open mic. Uh, but, but, so... <laughs> We we so had the kid the crease Steve <laughs> Steve Harvey creases like every time he walked it popped like it <laughs> oh dude there used to be like these fucking open like open micers bringing managers all over all Birmingham. over Birmingham it was it was like a trend for a minute like, I, mean, it was I, I, I hate I didn't hop on it because it seemed like it was a thing to do I could have been your manager you you could have well, I could have been yours it, it could have worked either way you could have interchanged you could have yeah. like. Like I get Monday, Wednesday, Thursdays. You get Tuesday, Friday. <laughs> so, so I'm doing open mic, 
And then like the show's going well, and the guy comes to me because his like his client. Oh, you can't see the air quotes, but his client yeah. would say it was he was like getting ready to come up soon. He was like, "Hey man, how much money would it take for my client? You know, I see everybody doing seven. I want him to do fifteen minutes so the club can see him." And I was like, "Yo, it don't matter how much money he does, he's gonna do seven minutes." So I was like, "So, <laughs> so I'm still trying to do the show because we got this show going on. Greg Morton is on the other stage, on the main stage. I don't know if you know who Greg Morton is. He's a wonderful, funny comic." He's a very expressive, physical comic. He does music. If you've never seen Greg Morton, Google him, search him, YouTube. And he, he was just on um, America's Got Talent this past season. So he's like a really funny guy, big eyes. So in fact, anyway, so he's doing his show on the main stage, which is like the 400 room, and we're doing the other room. So I finished the show. We're getting done. Dunda does his time. Had to cut his mic off because he went over his time like a lot of comics do, which is no problem. Yeah, yeah. But when I announced the winners, he was not one of the winners for the open mic. So when I come off the stage, Dunda goes back on stage, gets the microphone, and starts telling more jokes. And I was like, what is this dude doing? Yeah. So I cut the mic all the way down. I turned the music all the way up just to drown it out. And I was like, this is open mic. It doesn't mean anything. And everybody just like looked up and just walked out. So five minutes go by. I'm trying to straighten up. And Tony, the manager of the stardom, comes to me. He was just like, uh, hey, who's that dude that was just on stage? <laughs> and I was just like, who, Dundada? He was like, thank you. And he just walks off. He didn't say <laughs> There's a problem else. fucking immediately. And I was just like, why, why were you tripping by him doing that? I, like, I took care of it. Yeah. So then I go outside and I see there's like a big commotion outside. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then Allison, I don't know, Allison is, she's working the, the ticket booth. Allison comes to me and was like this, um, Terry, um, the comedian that you had, Dundada, <laughs> let me tell you what he just did. And, uh, this is a white woman saying this. And, uh, <laughs> Dundada, uh, waited until Greg Morton got off stage on the big stage. When Greg Morton walked off stage, Dundada somehow got, um, on the back way and walked, back, yeah. and walked on the main stage. To the main fucking stage. The main which- stage as, as Greg Moore finished and starts telling jokes. Which, if you don't know what the main stage in the stardom looks like, Google main stage in the stardom it's, now. It's, find it's, a fucking. It looks like a theater. Yeah. And like, and he started telling jokes. So the manager at that point in time drops the curtain on him. Like, just drops the curtain so nobody can see him. And just like ends it like that. And just like, yo, because he had the microphone in his hand. And he had the wireless microphone. He, he had a wireless microphone in his hand because. Greg Moore is so like expressive and everything. It was like a brand new microphone. It cost like a lot of money, like four or five hundred dollars. So, <laughs> so when the curtain closed, they try to go back around and find Dundada. But when they try to look for him, they couldn't see him. But also, they realized there was no microphone on the microphone stand. So <laughs> the expensive microphone is missing now. <laughs> so now they're, they're they're looking for it. So Greg Moore is the most docile, just chill person ever. Greg Moore's like, hey, let's calm down. Let's look around. He couldn't have gotten that far. So Greg Moore looks around. He opens his suitcase up. He's like, hey, microphone's right here. He must have got nervous. Dished the microphone in my back uh, in my suitcase. It's all good. We have it. So they find Dundada, and Dundada's like, I ain't take no mug. Like this and miss. I ain't take no microphone. And then his manager steps in and was just like, he ain't touched shit. It was that motherfucker over there. I don't say the word. He called him the F word. Yeah, yeah. He has it. And I've never seen Greg Moore. It was like, motherfucker, say what? (laughs) 
It took it took so many people to hold Greg Morton back. The fucking because he, he was, first of all he was disrespectful. He ruined Greg Morton's show. He was just it was so many different levels of disrespect that Greg Morton wanted to set him straight. And it was just like a tussle. Nobody put their hands on nobody. There was no like physical. They got him out of there. But yeah, that's that's the story of Dun Dollar. The fucking nerd, like just to be that fucking delusional about like. I guess, like, that you deserve to, like, be on that stage, like, that fucking bad. To where, like, nobody will see a fucking problem with any of this shit I'm doing right He's home at the open mic. Right. He's and it's like, I'll do better in this fucking big room. He didn't couldn't get a joke. I mean, the music. I mean, yeah, like, the fucking oh, show was over. The show's like, over. They playing the music. Fucking... Like, they playing music. Oh, so he's just there No, nobody yeah. like he could try. Like he probably said like one or two words, but uh, you're talking yeah. over music, right. so it's it's hard. Like people are like what like what's going on? Especially it's kind of confusing. Like yo, that was the main dude who just did his closing act. Like what's what's who who are you? Yeah. I'm just and, doing my uh, it, one minute here, real quick. Yeah, he he dressed just like Fabo from D4L. Like <laughs> D4L, dude. Dude, <laughs> speaking of like uh uh. uh well, I don't guess it'd be in the same fucking uh, uh, ballpark, but like I tricked these people like that I was smoking weed with in high school one time that I was the keyboardist for D4L. Shut up, dude. dude, yeah, dude. I mean, heard their fucking music. Like, like I could convince somebody I played them on a fucking keyboard, dude. <laughs> you know how like it sounds like just a uh, like a, just a fucking Casio keyboard. I was like, yeah, I played that. Like, and they're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> they fucking believe me. White people can say anything. They believe, they fucking believe me, bro. They were like, "Get the fuck out! You played keyboards for D4L." You know, somebody's still that's still out here spreading that rumor. Oh yeah, I hope so, dude. I hope people like look me up based on that. It's like, and like they're showing their girlfriend or so. It's like, no, this fucking nerdy ass dude played keyboards for D4L, dude. I went to high school. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, what? It's like, yeah, I smoked weed in a Jeep Cherokee with this dude one time. Yo, could you imagine somebody correcting him? It was like this. Is like, no. They're like, no, I actually know the keyboards for. D- no, like, yeah. Do you know? Is that his name? Nah, I'm about to say, dude. I, I just said it. that'd be amazing if Geo knew his fucking. Day. It's like, no, like I'm actually the biggest D4L fan. There's like, it, taffy, right? yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. The, the one I convinced him on was uh that other song. I bet you can't do it like me. No. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's the one I convinced him. I uh, uh played the keyboards on. I just see somebody being like telling their girlfriends like, yeah, you remember the song Laffy Taffy? This fucking guy, like, and it's like me. <laughs> It's like me and you at the fucking, like, earlier that picture we took, like, it's like, no, it's that fucking dude right there. Like, yeah, the, fucking, <laughs> the nerdy ass dude. He was on the TV show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you seen the, 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 the pilot for Shorty Lowe's, uh, uh, he was supposed to have a show, because he has, like, 14 baby yeah, 12, moms. 14 baby moms. Oh, he has 12 baby moms and 14 kids. I'll fucking watch this, please. And they all live together. Dude, it was the, the, the trailer was, like, seven minutes long, and I'm like, I want to watch this, but they were like, no, that's too ratchet. So they they canceled so it. They I'm glad they did. I'm glad they, they put it on work. No that, man, that, that, was, that, that shit would have set black people back at least a hundred. <laughs> You're right about see that. How he did it? This man did the impossible, man. No. He put if if if, if, if that show would have got green lit, we have to drink out of separate water fountains. <laughs> yeah, not, no, I'm you're right about sure. that. But I mean, I'd get a uh, half hour entertainment a week. So like, wouldn't it be worth yeah, it? <laughs> wouldn't it be fucking worth Come on, it? Man, we can only do one favor love type <laughs> yeah, scenario <laughs> per century. I can't. No, flavor this, love was just like that, this is real. Favor love was fake. That was just like a dating show. This is like this guy's real life. But, well, he's dead now, but you know, I feel uh, like they should release that footage. I don't know. At least to me. Let me see. This. No, I, I want to see how this went. I mean, I would watch it. How do you make that happen? Like, and how do you even 
like support a family that big. There's, there's no way. There's no way he had twelve women in one house. No, the I mean he probably. They were probably like seven. He probably that's, got that's nineteen bedrooms. But how do you? And he only like made that? two hits. How do you? Think <laughs> I mean that laffy taffy money is probably. That, that's that's at least eight hit money that he needs to take care of twelve women in one house. That's R. Kelly type money. <laughs> <laughs> R. Kelly, R. Kelly, can, R. Kelly can afford some shit like that. You know, R. Kelly had to work hard. You know, he had to make Chocolate Factory and 12 Play to, to afford all those women. Yeah, in the studio at that. Which DMX said something about that years ago, and it sounded like he was joking. If you go back in his interview, he went to go record with him, and like he said, R. Kelly was acting like a like he was, he didn't let himself be seen. And then like he was like, oh, let me take the beat with me, and like, nah, nah, you can't leave the studio with the beat. And DMX is like, are you serious? And they're like, oh, you never seen him the whole time? He's like, nah, he's probably in one of those rooms fucking a little kid. And he really was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, was. yeah for sure. He was at the studio in Chicago, and he was, he was right. Dude, Max is a crack, crackhead's never lied, man. Crackhead's got some wisdom. Oh, man. Like that, that documentary was crazy, the, uh, the I didn't survival. Get that far. Dude, well, they go to the studio, and there's, like, actual, like, parents being like, let us in, our daughter's in there, dude. And they're just, like, sitting there filming, it's like, I think it's like two sets of parents like looking for their daughter that's like for sure in there. Yeah. It's like, dude, this is fucked up, dude. Like, how is this dude not in prison? Yeah, my, my, my. He is. I think he's fucked up. Is he now? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Welcome, Good. Yeah, no, dude. That guy's a fucking yeah, monster. Yeah. yeah, it was it was one I thought was weird. It was like a family. It was like a, a mother, a mother, a mother and a father, and they took their daughter, sixteen year old daughter, to go see R. Kelly. Oh. And well, said, there's some people like, and they said, they said, R. Kelly like picked her from the stage and they like, did a little dance and took her behind the stage and they see her, they ain't see her no more. Yeah, and there's who like, let somebody grab their daughter? Especially like, this the same. Oh, no, she's fine. She's with R. Kelly. Especially, yeah, like the most notorious, like, fucking worst guy. The, to fucking the, do the wor- like, they've never seen a Deja Pell sketch. Right. Do people like are really that blinded by fame that they're just like okay, like That's yeah, yeah. Thing. Michael Jackson with all his background yes. dancers, all those little boys. Really no, it is. Uh, well, first of all, it was just two boys. I believe Michael Jackson. Yeah, this Terry's platform. This he saw. He just grabbed the mic. This is this is. All right, hold on. Let me stop you there. But no, it was a lot of evidence against R. Kelly and yeah, about Michael Jackson and him jacking off the kids' buttholes. Yeah, yeah. It was that that. I'm a, I'm that was a hundred times weird. Yeah, yeah, did you not, did you not watch I mean, that? I, watch I didn't get that far. That's another one I didn't get. No, that one was like, I was watching, I'm like, man, uh... I'm good on hearing the rest of this. I think, like, yeah, uh, it was too descriptive. I was like, just say touch you. You ain't gotta tell me we did. Well, I mean, I'll say it. I know they were going. They they, they were thinking in retro. It's like, oh, this this is how I felt back then. But like their faces were glowing. They were talking about what they were going through. Like they wished they were still there. Like, oh, he would take us on these lavish trips. And I'm looking. I'm like. I'm like, you already know he raped your kid. How are you getting back? Like, oh, I would the, just oh, be yeah, mad. Oh, yeah, you're talking I about the... Mad. I thought you were talking about the fucking actual... <laughs> I gotta get off this podcast. No, I thought you were talking about the victim. I know, I know. But no, 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 I know what you mean. The victims, no. they were talking like that. Like, they were just reminiscing on some old dick. You ever seen, like, a girl? <laughs> you ever seen a girl? This is you ever Geo. Seen a girl? This is Geo talking. You ever see a girl, like, talk about an ex that, that she supposedly hates, but then she gets into a little pot where she's like... I think she misses him. That's what they found. Like, <laughs> that's why I turned it off. This is just like I feel it like it was sick. It was very he, sick. They no, they, 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 they did what? say he was like Michael Jackson taught me what I know, everything I know about music. Like, I I loved him, and like also he sexually assaulted, like all this. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just to clear this shit yeah. up before this, this is gets... like fool me once, yeah. shame on you. Fool me twice, you're a pedophile. Whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it's I just... can't. T- I can't tell what side you're on. Yet. <laughs> yeah, I would like at first. I was like. 
Wait, where's it going? Oh, the parent. Yeah, the parents did seem delusional. Yeah. Then it was like, no, both of them. <laughs> All the parents. The parents, the parents moved that. to Australia. Like, she moved from Australia to America. Like, yeah. yeah. It was and, a little strange I, that the rooms were getting farther and farther, and then the noises were getting louder. And it was like, No, yeah, the parents, like, first of all, the parents on that, like, are the dumbest fucking people ever. Man, like, man. Once you again. You think they knew? I mean, even if... Okay. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, thing. Hold on. I think, like you're saying, the fame thing is the thing that is getting in everybody's way. It's like, oh, this is Michael Jackson. We love him. We know him. He's our hero. And then you it's you don't even think of the possibility of... Tim fucking you, kid. Right, exactly. But then, I mean, it seems egregious, obviously. Especially with some of the trips that they took. But I should not be commenting on this with the microphone. <laughs> no, no. That's what I think. That's what I think. That's, That's probably a good move. No one, I mean, me personally. Well, 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 me, me. It's either you think Michael did it or you did. Well, well, I think he did. He did. He did. He did. No, I think he did it too. And like, you don't think he did it? He did it. It was on two kids. Holy shit! I think it was probably more. I think you're you're like about to have a heart attack. I'm just. I am. I am gonna lose my job. No, the reason I said only I think Mike didn't do it because you hear about so many people. Like from the Jeffrey Epstein's to the Harvey Weinstein's mm-hmm. and R. Kelly, it's hundreds of victims. Fifty, like it was so many women came out against R. Kelly. There's yeah. only been two people that came out against Michael Jackson. Only two people. The FBI investigators do for ten years and could find out one bit of physical evidence. Macaulay Culkin and Corey Ham. Corey Hams is the, the Corey Hams. <laughs> Corey Hams is the he was the first guy to come out, like, yeah, man, they're fucking kids in Hollywood. Yeah, he's first person to like fucking kids and in nobody Hollywood. Believed him. And then he came out, he's like, this how you feel about Mike Jackson? He's like this. No, nah, man, not Mike. No, <laughs> no. When, when, when a person that 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 is an advocate of I mean not advocate, but just somebody's just like, yo, it's people out here messing with kids, and he was like, nah, not Mike. Mike Mike didn't do nothing to kids. Even the third person, because it was three people that accused Mike. The third person after his dad died wrote a letter saying that his dad forced him to do it let me okay let me let me say this uh i'll entertain that for a second like you're <laughs> you're you're not making bad points first of all <laughs> but let, let me just say yeah okay he didn't uh i think that the the honestly the, the the case could be made too is like i really and i've always felt this way even thinking that like he did do it yeah that like he okay say he's he still did do it I still think that, like, a lot of it has to do is the dude had a fucking weird childhood and, like, didn't see anything fucking wrong with it. Like, he did it, but, like, he didn't see in his head, like, anything wrong with what he was doing. Almost. Does that make sense? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he had a weird fucking childhood. Like, I'm not excusing him doing it. I'm just saying, like, I think he did it, but I don't think in his head... He, he like, thought he thought he wasn't wrong. I feel like he doing. thought he was still a fucking kid, yeah. and like I, I think that's boy. I think that's what it was. Yeah, and it was like that. he maybe only did it with those couple of people because like it seemed like it, it went on for a while too. You know, like so like I don't. I mean, the level is that sure if he like <laughs> I hate even say this, he could have done that with more kids, but I don't think he uh uh, uh did though. Like I think that he. He, he, yeah, he, yeah, like, yeah in, in the in the worst way he possible. Yeah, in his oh yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, okay. So like that that does make sense. But you, when you have people like um the uh who's a guy from Penn State that was messing with like a lot. Jerry Sandusky. Yeah. Eventually, even when it comes out, more people like this. Like, all right, we got this son of a bitch. Let me step up and back that up. 
nobody else outside of a guy who's a famous choreographer who dated Britney Spears. Yeah. And another guy. Just two, just two people. Just two. Like Mike was around thousands of kids. And you can't tell me like more stories. And then those weren't even the two main kids that Mike hung out with. He hung out with Macaulay Culkin and that little dark hair boy that was also in his videos. Yeah. Oh, Web- Webster or whatever. No, not, not Webster. No, Webster was a grown Webster was like Felton. 45. No, it was, it, was, it, was, it was another kid. Brown hair. I, I forgot the kid's name. But even in a documentary, even a documentary, when he said that this, this quote, quote from um, the choreographer kid, I can't think of his name right now. Wade Robson. Wait, Wade Robson. Yeah. Wade Robson said when he lived in Australia and he moved from Australia to America, Mike had just shot the video of Macaulay Culkin. And he said and his mom left their family. She left the dad. She left the brother. She was like, yo. And Mike said, I'll hook it with a part. But Mike was like, yo, I can make your kid a star. He has to do this, blah, 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 blah. But he kept he kept dragging his feet. But by the time in, Mike had another kid that he was training. So when that kid comes around, he was like, and hey, you watched the West Night. He's like this. He was like, Mike found somebody else. I felt I felt left out. I felt mm. Mike, Mike, Mike sent me emails, stuff like that. Nothing sexual in the emails. Nothing. Nothing like insinuating is like this. Like I can't wait to have you back in my bed playing around. He said like, well, I mean, if he said like, I miss you, little buddy. Or he's like, this. I hope you've been practicing this whole time. Well, I'm if you listen, you. if you listen to like the account too, it's not like graphic sex. Like he's not like graphically like having sex. He's like doing weird like the masturbating their buttholes. And stuff. That's graphic. You, you I mean, it, no, it's graphic. I, I, but like, I, I, I mean, I, like full on, just like. But still oh, though, kids. but still he was like you was like this is like Mike was like this. Hey, I missed that little pink hole. Or, I I miss our pink. Like, like he could he could have. There, there was no situation. Listen, you can take any. I'll say this. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me catch this for your viewers. Because Hallie, Hallie is Hallie's what. I miss the people who fucked up my name. Because I I feel bad because I feel like I feel like everybody's thinking like this. Oh, this motherfucker's sick. Listen, R. Kelly. Did that shit. Weinstein sure. did that shit. Epstein did that shit. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of people that do that. Bill Cosby did that yeah, shit. Because yeah, yeah. too many witnesses. Michael Jackson, as much shit as they investigate on this dude and they can't find anything, and then you wait till he dies to try to bring stuff back up. I'm just like, yo, and you still have nothing physical, no physical evidence ever found on Michael Jackson. It's, and then the fact that they did that documentary and didn't ask anybody from the other party. Yeah. Like, yo, what's that? It was such a one-sided type type deal. But when you had R. Kelly, it was his friends. It was his... R. Kelly brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R. Kelly brothers. Like, that was my favorite part of the documentary, by the way. His brother, like, just feeling like... Like, it saw nothing wrong with it. It was like, like, it was like, yeah, he likes young girls. Yeah, bro, bro's like, yeah, I like older women. He likes young girls. But the, the thing that made I know, I know, he'll Jana too. Like, this, yeah, he likes young boys. The no, thing I never. He laughs so hard about that. He's like, yeah, what's wrong with that? And it's like, they're interviewing him in jail. And it's like, yeah, that's it. Like, I can picture R. Kelly watching it and be like, God damn. Like, this is the fucking dude on my side, the dude in a jumpsuit in jail yeah. right now. Yeah. What about Latanya came out against him? Yeah. Oh, Latoya! Oh, Latoya! 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 That was my brother. Right. Went to jail for it. Right. So she asked about about Latoya Jackson. So Latoya Jackson says something, but she's the same Jackson that started stripping for money, who's who sold a lot of tabloids to the family and did a tell-all book talking about their dad and everything. And she was all about the controversy. She's the only one out the out the Jacksons that says something about her brother. Now I get it. Now you have people say stuff. I don't mind that. But where 
is the evidence. I'll say this. Besides, man. you show me a ring that Michael Jackson gave you that you could have crept out at any point in time. Where's the evidence that you have against Mike? R. Kelly had a videotape. Yeah. Audio tape. Um, character witnesses. Yeah. What's what's the all this? No, there's no, there's no evidence against Michael Jackson. No, like you know, say when you say all this, me personally, I'm not sitting here thinking like, man, Terry, you're terrible for saying that. Like, you make a really compelling case. Me personally, like my instincts are like. <sighs> It's odd, and like it would be a fucking tragedy, for real. Like if he didn't do that shit. And OJ like his... did that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Who's guilty? I'm telling. I'm telling a lot of people. A lot of people are guilty. Yeah. It would be a fucking tragedy if the motherfucker didn't. Do... Like I would really like. It would make me feel fucking terrible. Like to know like Michael Jackson for real didn't do that, and like the dude's dead, and like his name's like drove through the mud like oh, that. Oh, okay, let me let me throw this scenario at you. Let me throw this scenario at you. Oh, no. okay. All right, all right, yeah. right. Mike Love Kids, right? That was his that was his thing. Could right. you imagine, right? And if you watch it and go back and, and watch, even go back and watch the documentary, could you imagine if one kid came out and said Mr. Rogers did something inappropriate to them? Mm. Just, all, all it takes is one. No, yeah. Well, and, yeah and, you, and if you watch Mr. Rogers like this, that dude is creepy as hell. No, you're right about that. I, that that's a good fucking point. Mr. It really Rogers is. would talk to people three like three inches from their face, especially kids. He'd be real close to me. Yeah. Like, I'm like, why are you sad? Like stuff like that. Like he just he identified with children. There's some adults that just feel like kids are the future. They they promise it and they don't want to mess with their innocence and stuff like yeah. that. And they just adore children. But I always feel a certain type of way when, when women can do it, it's motherly, but when an adult male that doesn't have any kids, it's very creepy, it's very creepy thing. Of course, there are a lot of pedophiles and pedophiles. And you got to watch also. out for that you shit, You have yeah. to watch out for I get it. But to, to the excluders, like, the excluders say, like, there's no man out there that's like, yo, I fucking just love kids. I, w- I want to see them grow. I want to see them do well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of like, bias is saying, like, oh, yeah, that motherfucker is sick. I mean, it, just, it just, is. But just one. Just imagine just one person said something about Mr. Rogers. Just ain't even have to be true. Could you imagine what that would have did to his his legacy? As, yeah. as a, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely. No, you're absolutely fucking right about that. Like, um, I mean, I don't have much of a compelling argument other than like, I mean, me personally, I have a gut feeling. I feel like the dude did it. But like when you but you you don't make a bad argument there. Yeah. It's really just a gut feeling with me. Like my, my opinion, I feel like the dude did it. But I don't think you're a shitty person for thinking that you yeah, have you have good you have good points. You know, like, just, like, when people, like we, okay, wait, hold on. She's, she's, she's a shitty question, person right now. No, no, I feel, no, no, I feel no, like no, she no, no, definitely no, no, make no, no. a uh, hashtag argument. believe all kids. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh. So, what do you think the motivation for the other guy was then, who wasn't the choreographer who got slighted? That's a good point too. Like, I, I mean, what's his who was the new piece? It was, it was, I mean, like behind anything, it was it was money. It was it was just like, yo, I want I want a civil suit. I want to be taken care of. Cause Mike Mike was known. I mean, he was he was the richest thing around. He was the hottest thing around. He was like, yo, we can get this. Just like the it was a third it was a third person. He said the same thing. It was like, yo, my dad wanted the money. You you a child. Your parents was like, yo, they they get wind of this story, and it was like, yo, if you. Hey, what happened? And parents are very convincing. Like, what happened uh, with you and Mike? Oh, Mike, you just we just hung out. He let me hang out. I slept in his bed. You slept in the bed, and then he he what? No, we just laid there, and he did what? Why you like like a parent can yeah, tell a child yeah. like and, and, Coher- yeah, I mean yeah, coercive yeah coercive. yeah. I mean I watch a lot of Law and Order. I got a degree in Law and Order SVU. <laughs> I know what's going on. <laughs> I know, what's going on. <laughs> I know Olivia Benson's talking. <laughs> 
but no, nah, but I'm saying like kids can be corrupted and, and think a certain way, and you tell them so many times, they they make make them believe the story where they feel like, yo, this this really happened, even though they know the story didn't happen. I mean, we just recently had a young lady that said like, yo, some kids cut my dress, two white kids cut my dress, and then came back later like this, like yo, I lied because her parents or somebody somebody told her to say that. I hate, I hate that's his name, Jesse Smollett. Yeah, Jesse, yeah. Just, but a kid situation, but yeah, I mean, you know, I mean. No, like, we do live in a time where, like, you know, everything is, like, like information comes at you so fucking quick that, like, somebody says, you can just fucking lie on somebody, fuck their whole life up, like, no problem, and, like, a fuck ton of people will believe you. Yeah. Like, it'll be a straight up fucking lie. But it's like, I mean, I don't know. With the Michael Jackson thing, I do, like, I don't know. I just got this fucking gut feeling about the guy. Like, I feel like something about, like, their stories, man. Like, they almost like they almost matched up the same experiences they had, too, yeah. like, when I was watching. It felt like, because, I, I, I mean, when that when I first heard about Michael Jackson way back, I was like, I had my suspicions about it. Uh, but, like, um, it, it, their stories almost matched up, like, identical, like, their experiences. But, I mean... You could make the argument too. I mean, they're, 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 there's no way they did, they couldn't have like met up and like exchanged how they were gonna fucking tell this on a fucking documentary too. Um, but I didn't want to bring this up. I came up. It came up. It Who came up. If you came in here yelling about Michael Jackson. If, if if you if you look into it, one I think one of the stories got contradicted. I'm not 100 uh-huh. sure. It's just like one of them said like, "Yo, Mike touched me on his on uh, around the train station," but. And they go back, and it was like the time frame that he said the train station that Mike had wasn't even built. wasn't yet. even built. Mm. So they're just Maybe like, "Is it a train station? Maybe." <laughs> are you gonna make me? He was getting the train ran I feel like we are not joking about. We are I feel not like joking about. I feel pedophilia. like at some point. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like Hallie at some point needs to be like, "This is how I feel about this," so I don't fucking like lose my job, dude. He's the beauty working at Walmart. I, I um, I, want. I I lean on the believe the victim side of things. Yes. Uh, so that is my stance politically. Well, there you go. I think that's a good stance too. I believe that's everybody. my. That's my, like, believe them until I have a reason not to. Terry makes some great points. Yeah. From an intellectual point. There's something, honestly, the biggest compelling thing, which performance, who knows, but the guy, not Wade, um, Safechuck? No. That, that other dude, like, I don't know his name, but, like, he, he, like, Wade Robson, I could definitely see fucking doing that. Like, just, like, making it up. That The, the guy you're talking about, though, like, he seemed really fucking like something. It looks like he needs to be like put on watch. He looked very damaged to me, like legit damaged. Like I mean, and it could be from something else, and he may be exploiting that to make money for this. I, I we'll never know for sure. Well, uh, people wanted to be entertainers. So yeah, could it's, be it's, acting. It's, it's Wade Robinson. No, you know, I mean, Wade Robinson and James Safechuck. Safechuck. Okay. But yeah, I got this vibe. That dude was very like. But something fucking happened to that guy like that was legit bad. I don't know if it was the Michael Jackson thing, but I got this vibe from where like, yeah, this guy's had some really. I'm going to read that. What, what, what does that say about? And that's that's Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman, like which he, honestly, that's a pretty big. That, like, that, that's that, like for a guy that says because that dude believes is a like, and yeah. I honestly do too believe there's a fucking pedophile ring in Hollywood. It, it, I mean, yeah. look, look, that look, could be a whole other look, hour. Look, look at the, the whole Jeff. Like it's it's so sick. Politics, it's it, yeah, it's so sick that we like we don't really try to dive into like 
the sick people that we have around yeah. us that look into child pornography. Like the whole Jeffrey Epstein, like Jeffrey Epstein thing. I think that case should be dug, like dug into so deep. Because for that man to die the way he died, man, for him to have that right money, there goes I ahead and tells you like shit's not gonna happen with that. Like yeah, it's the son came out like that before Boys Town, the Boys Town scandal with no, with uh, this happened. I don't know if it was the eighties or nineties. No, you're when, talking when, about the uh, Franklin scandal, like uh, like it had to do with um. um it was the, they were taking kids from the Boys Town. Yeah, the Franklin scandal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a really good documentary yeah, about it on YouTube. Documentary I watched. On Never that. heard this one. And, um, yeah, look at the like Franklin kids scandal. That there were like this one guy who looked like this was Jesse Jackson. No, no, he looked like Al Franklin. No, you're thinking of Jesse Jackson. Like no, Al, he looked he looked like Al Sharpton. Yeah, like yeah. That guy. He looked he had the freaking hair slicked back. And he would go to Boys Town, this orphanage, and get these kids. And it was like, hey man, you guys want to get high, you want to party. Mm-hmm. And he was like pimping them out. Like yeah. they were hoes and he was pulling up on the corner and then he would pimp them out That's to like politicians yeah, they, 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 Washington. And then there was like a little article that made it in the news that there was these little boys getting a tour of the White House at midnight. Yeah. So it's like, what are they doing? And here? like uh, a few, like one of them in particular, like I think he got like, he's dead now under mysterious circumstances, but he became like a really bad like heroin addict and like he was all fucked up from it and he was like, no, I'm going to call these fucking guys out like that minute. Like there, there's a documentary where he's like talking about it. I know this sounds like conspiracy theory bullshit, but it's, it's crazy, man. And the dude's like, no, like this fucking guy does this. Fucking like a week later, that dude is fucking like dead. <laughs> like, like no fucking trace of him. Of course. Him. Yeah, but like it's called the Franklin scandal. It's a very yeah. fucked up like. Uh, we uh, next. We talking about it. We digging this I shit know, out. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> You're like I'm worried about my fucking job now. I'm worried about fucking getting, <laughs> committing suicide, quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but no, like, there's the Franklin scandal, and then uh, there's another documentary called uh, Open Secret that's like pretty much like blow, like shows there's like people that work at Nickelodeon, like fucking uh, what's his name, fucking Dan Schneider. You were that fat older dude on all that that used yeah. to be like the manager at uh, Good Burger. Yeah. Dude, that dude's a fucking creep. What? Oh, dude, Dan Schneider, look this dude. This. You've heard about this one. Uh, dude, about this. Listen to this. Listen to this. This motherfucker, like, uh, what was her name? The they the girl from Amanda Bynes. Is that the reason? Yeah, she yeah. She. I mean, she's she said shit about him. Like, there's uh, what's what's her name? The iCarly girl. Right, um, right. she's got some stuff to say about. It. Like, very like. What? Uh, yeah. Without like, she she. I think she knows the dude's powerful as fuck, but she'll like hint at it. Like, she says something that hints at like this dude's a bad fucking guy. Um, he supposedly got Britney Spears. Uh, sister pregnant like and like they, they had a baby with each other that likes a secret baby um it's all kinds of crazy i'm shit. not gonna believe that story but I god damn i mean like, some sick i people. like conspiracy theories i don't believe everything i fucking hear but like some of the stuff's like well, there's smoke there's fire this dude's weird he like his twitter page at one point was like hey kids send me like a message to miranda uh, cosgrove on your feet and like he wanted kids to send these feet pictures with like a message oh. to Miranda. it's like that just seems like an old terrible so you can see like kids feet like uh, is there another way you could like get the message to her that's not on a child's fucking foot like, if y'all don't see what's going on because it's a pot because my mouth has dropped down to my kneecap <laughs> dude i can open your fucking mind to some crazy like conspiracy oh, I, I, can, I can get darker uh, you guys the have Epstein that, no i think I've, let's talk about puppies <laughs> oh dude I, hold on, no, we got it we you're gotta, losing your head pillow terry's pillows are all out of whack yeah he's like this big i guess this big book in there is this like dark magic shit that all these people believe in. He's like big in pop culture with that Illuminati or whatever that myst- um, uh, mystery school shit. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing where they they believe that having sex with little kids gives them like 
supernatural powers. Yeah. This this is like in there that like all these it's people a, it's believe a, it's in that thing. So they're like Michael Jackson probably came up with Thriller. Fucking one of those kids, man. Like, like I got that power. Oh, so I'm so, so like, he came up with ABC one two three two. Michael Jackson been making hits since he was six, baby. He was been six. No, it's a, he's been six thriller. years old making hits. You can't compare. No, ABC there's to there's straight up some stuff that's like no, but the, the, I went too far with the mic. But 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 the but, but the projectory. If you saw ABC one two three, like yeah yo, 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 this dude's gonna make Thriller one day. Yeah. Like this dude. Yeah made, yeah yeah. Like he, he was dude. fucking talented. Like he was talented. No, he there's was, like you hear every. That was Joe Jackson's fault. Maybe R. Kelly didn't make a Thriller because they wasn't young enough. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, but he did make Chocolate one. Factory. But and, yeah. he didn't put Chocolate Factory in Thriller because those kids were young. Ah, I'm stopping now. I'm done. Okay. Uh, now, there's, with, with every conspiracy <laughs> theory. R. Kelly did that shit. With every conspiracy theory, there's like people like find holes in like to where they're like, no, I can exploit this and make this up about it. So like shit goes off the deep end and like people are like, okay, you're crazy if you believe this. But there are like some, like the Franklin scandal's fucking true. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just, it is. And, uh, you know, the Epstein thing. I mean, look at that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I didn't know we were going to go into this. Yeah. So. Hey, <laughs> it's, sorry, Nick, what podcast is this? Thank you, Wayne, for, thank y'all for coming to the Chris Hansen podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> the Catch a Predator podcast. That motherfucker is still doing great work. Look his new YouTube channel up. He's still catching predators. It's better than to catch a predator. Aren't they going to, like, the Thailand Dude. and doing shit out there? Like, I think he's working on something out there, man. Yeah. Like, there's... It's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Dude, the dude... I, Chris How about we man. respect everybody? How about we just... We, and, we, and, we, and we tell on people who do this ignorant shit. I... Because I got... I love Chris Hansen. Terry has spent this whole time defending Michael Jackson. Now he's like, let's let's just... Uh, let's Terry, just nice. Terry, honestly, I got some thinking to do on the train ride back, man. <laughs> I mean, like, really investigating the Michael Jackson scan, like, I like, like I'm one of those people. I'm like you, believe the believe the victim. But after a while, like this, like yo, we have to look at evidence too. And it's like R. Kelly, like like a lot of people have like a lot of evidence built against them. But when you start looking looking at stuff, you're just like some stuff ain't adding up. Uh-huh, yeah. It's you know like I want to believe the victims, but certain things you we, we we can't believe everything the media tells us. We can't believe everything. Um, our friends say or people tweet because then we'll get in that thing like this. Like, yeah, motherfucker, gotta be guilty. No, I absolutely believe that. Like, I mean, like I said, especially now where like you have information coming at you all fucking day. Like, yeah, you you have to like, I, I, it's not healthy first of all, and then second of all, like it, it leaves room for people to exploit that. And you know, like I've I've seen people fucking do it like with sexual assault and stuff. Like, where, yeah, like, people, yeah, you know. They, Sadly, have lied about that to get back at somebody for whatever reason. Uh, not as much as people have like committed the the act of it or whatever, but it's happened and it, it's fucked up. People do it and uh, like it makes people like you know less inclined to believe victims. When yeah, and and, and and it makes victims uh, less inclined to speak up about and, it. And, it's just, yeah, and it's I just want a bad cycle the whole thing like with that. Like I mean, it's just it, it, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. You can't like just prove shit like flat out. I mean, everything's I mean, reco- I, I, eventually everything's just gonna be recorded. Like you, we're yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they could probably like go back and like. I saw them get too far with this conspiracy. Like, with the, like, yeah, no, you just got no. What once you dive into like talking about conspiracies, yeah. you gotta either be full blown conspiracy guy or just fucking like be like, all right, I'm not gonna fucking. Well, that was I feel like I'm I, almost just gonna lean into it for now. No, I, I mean they always listen. Hey Siri, see they always listen. <laughs> well, fuck, I didn't know we were gonna get to this shit, but I'm glad we did, man. We got a good 
out of it. I've got to fucking get back. It's it's getting. Oh yeah, man. How, how, my yeah. visible watch. On the... How? Oh, that's that. My bad. That was that was Siri talking. Oh, but she... No, dude. Yeah. This is the sloppiest fucking like podcast yeah. that I run. Like, I mean, I. I this is but this not... is fun though. No, yeah, this, no, this is this, this is for Alabama people. In New York. This is the best episode I've done yeah. probably. It's like, for us. It's for us. No, yeah. This is this, no. I mean, like how I run it generally. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's just table for one dumb boy. And honestly, the reason it's called that is because I could not fucking... Uh, every fucking name for a podcast is taken. Geo's taking a picture of us. for the dead. I'm just saying that for the dead air. She's yeah, yeah. She's she's done done professional shit before. Yeah, this is this is is like when you don't do that. (laughs) Opposite of it, because she. I like how she looked at like this. This is nothing like I thought. (laughs) (laughs) Well, dude, this was fucking fun. Like, thank. Thank you for doing this. It's gonna be hard for me to convince myself not to move out here like immediately. Okay, let's 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 do this. Let's go around one thing. Tell me one good benefit about moving from Alabama to New York. I want to start. You go. You go first, Gio. Oh, mine's easy. I I got to be back with my family. You know, because I'm originally from here, so it's just coming back home. And uh, obviously, you can go up fucking four or five times a day on doing comedy. It'd be funny if you picked that one first. Like, first of all, I get to do a bunch of spots, and then uh, my family. Too. Yeah, I, did, I actually did do it backwards. I was going to do the comedy. <laughs> Mine is I get to be away from my family. <laughs> there you go. That's I mean I'm doing it next week now because I didn't even fucking consider that. I thought you had your family out here. My sister just moved up here. Oh, okay. and you're moving back. Now yeah, so I'm gonna that. go back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just anything like I hate her so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate her so yeah. much. Rotation <laughs> Yeah. You just keep going. No, I mean it's like the best. It's the best. You just like yeah. It's a great place to be creative in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Terry. Terry. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, you, you see people that that you you're like, oh, man, like, it, it, they set a bar for you. And once yeah. you see that bar, it's always somebody that raises that bar. So it's 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 something where you can either push your limits or you'd be like, you know what? I don't belong here. There's something that I want to do. You figure it, something out you about fi- you yourself. Figure something out. You figure out how bad you really want it. Yeah. There's people out here that really, really want it. Yeah. Out here in New York. I mean, oh, this this city straight good. up. Like, you just sit there and like, oh, this city straight up, like. They, they they either like have spawned the funniest fucking comics ever or like currently are fucking here too. Like like Mark Norman, fucking Tim Dillon, people like that. You you're fucking out here fucking crushing yeah, it too. That should be sad, I don't, dude. Don't don't is, nod. That dude. is so true. He's a comic. Yeah, you're you're a big you're, you're always gonna like make the ceiling higher for yourself, which yeah, is yeah, good. Yeah. But like you know, you're you're doing good by all by all accounts. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. Only thing I've been raising is my anxiety level, but I appreciate y'all. No, you're good, man. <laughs> but no, it's, it's 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 one of those things. Um, I had somebody raise the bar for me, like watching watching people from Alabama do stuff, like you know, watching Roy just do stuff, and yeah, just like yo, like it's it's possible. It's 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 pretty cool when we ha- we see people from where we're from. You're like, okay, I I can do this. This this is possible, or people close to to you as your peer. You're like, all right, this. This is what I need to do to get to that. Or just you want to set some up and show people back home, like, yo, this is possible for you to do. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the biggest thing. And we want to bring back, I think we all thought we want to bring something back to Birmingham and show kids or show teens or show whoever, like, yo, like, there's funny stuff. This is the proper way to do it. Because I think we, we've went through so many different, like, bad turns. We don't want to see somebody waste their life or waste turns 
on what they can be like, yo, don't don't worry about doing that room. Worry about writing. Worry about trying to write a script. Worry about like what you want to do with stand up comedy. Don't don't worry about uh, festivals and getting approved by people. The the biggest person you need to prove is the audience. Right. Once you have your cult following, what what else do you need? You don't need to go to a festival or an award to to justify what you're doing stand up. Yeah, it's about the project you do and you're passionate about. And I think we all are figuring that out. Yeah. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. That's a great way to end, I think. Yeah, everybody yeah. shut the fuck up, Jerry. Or <laughs> it's never going to fucking end. <laughs> Y'all take it easy, guys. Thanks for listening.